The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. all that I want when I'm lying here in your arms finding it hard to believe we're in heaven what's up what's up what's up I kind of killed that didn't I I wasn't really trying but I was kind of trying a little bit you know what I mean but anyways uh what's up it's your boy uh young kill the intro aka uh, <clears throat> Mr. Uh, Morning, aka Young, haven't been up very long, aka Mr. It's approaching allergy season and my nose is always blocked now, aka Mr. About to sneeze at any given moment, aka <laughs> Mr. Sniffles, it's your fucking boy, <clears throat> Young Cough. Mr. Jack Fox. And it's time for another episode of Tired and Inspired. Now, I am definitely, definitely, definitely about to sneeze at any given moment. Also, you should know, I don't know if you can just tell from the tone in my voice and my demeanor on this here microphone, but you should be able to tell. If you know me by now, you should know. If you listen to this podcast on the regs, you should know by the tone of my voice what clothes I'm wearing. And if you haven't guessed by now, then you should know by the tone of my voice that I am still wearing my pyjamas. Now, am I going to tell you what time of day it is so you can judge me how late or early in the day that I am still wearing my pyjamas? No. However, let me tell you, it's later. Whatever time you think it is that I'm recording this, it's later than that. It's not. Now, now you think it's too late, a little bit earlier than that, but a little bit later than what you initially thought. That's the time. And actually, if anybody can guess the exact time it is that I'm recording this, I'll shake your hand. No monetary prizes, no actual prizes, no giveaway, not a caption competition, not not any merch giveaway, nothing like that. Just a firm handshake from your boy. Young handshake. I am yet to have anything past my lips today. I've had no drink. I've had no breakfast. Uh, I should have had at least a sip of water before I came on, but I was just so dedicated to getting this podcast recorded for you guys. I'm definitely going to sneeze at any given moment. i got to reach out and get a tissue here. Um, so dedicated to getting the podcast recorded. That here we are. Um, I had a weird dream last night. Like, I, I don't know if I mentioned it on the last episode. I think I probably did. I've been watching uh, Barry on HBO, which if you don't know Barry, it's a it's a great show. It's about uh, a, a Bill Hader, who's an excellent 
man and actor and writer and evidently director, uh, Bill Hader, who's a hitman um, who wants to then become an actor and, of course, more things happen than that. Um, and uh, so I've been watching Barry and then last night I, I, I was fully caught up. So last night was the first time I watched an, a new episode that happened like in real time. And then I went to, and it's all about killing people and shooting people and murders and stuff. And I went to bed and then I had a dream about, I was, I was like a hitman's right hand man. And I was in like an airport. And I wasn't like, it wasn't like a, you know, it wasn't like a, a terrorist type thing, but it was like a, were they to shoot somebody and then the, the hitman shot somebody and then it kind of went left and. I don't know. I didn't. It wasn't like a nightmare. Like I did. I always felt in control of the situation. Dreams are so fucking weird, aren't they? It's rare that I even remember my dreams, but this one was very vivid. I remember at one point I had a bazooka. I don't know what the fuck. Anyways, I had a really fun week. Uh, this past week, lots of gigs. Uh, played the stand three times. How fucking lucky am I to play the stand three times in a week, man? That's so nice. Uh, also had a show with Hive Mind at uh, Bobbix, which was also really nice. The amount of people that turned up to the Hive Mind show uh, wearing hi- people that turned up to the Hive Mind show that I don't recognise and were just wearing Hive Mind t-shirts. Like I was, I was explaining this to Christina, and she was like, "What's your point?" Like I get upset when nobody knows who we are. And then when people know who we are, I'm like, what are you doing? It's so weird. It's so strange. I'm not saying we're like famous and we sold out Bobbix ourselves or whatever. We were the first band on. And probably the most people that were there were there to see us. And they were friends of ours. Fine. And also those people there that I didn't recognize that were wearing Hive Mind t-shirts. So when I spoke to them after the show, it wasn't like I didn't sit them down and interrogate them. But I spoke to them after the show and asked, hey, nice t-shirt, what the fuck are you doing with your life? And they would say, oh, I saw you at another gig, bought this t-shirt, saw you were playing this gig, wanted to come along and see you. And for some reason, I think that is just out of pocket. For some reason, I think somebody being a genuine fan of my band that I put 80% of my entire effort and life dedicated to is unacceptable. And also, when people don't take notice of my band that I put 80% of my time and effort and life into, I also think that's unacceptable. There's a 20% leeway somewhere of some friends I take notice that I'm going, that's the right amount. I don't know. What the fuck am I talking about? I think I'm still half asleep. In my head. In your head. In your head. Zombie. 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 Hey. Hey. Hey, hey. In my head, I think I'm still in the dream in the airport. Um, Bobbix in Jesmond. If you haven't been before, it's really nice. It's a nice venue. Um, I just want to ask you a little pop quiz about Bobbix in Jesmond, which is a bit hidden away. It's upstairs to the... If you know where the Punchbowl pub is in Jesmond, it's upstairs in there. It's the new, hip, cool venue uh, that are... You know, everybody seems to be doing a headline show there. It's like not too big, it's not too small. 
It looks really nice. It used to be a cinema that's been converted from a cinema into a little venue. So I'm just going to do a little pop quiz, right? Uh, so the venue's upstairs. Downstairs is a pub. The venue's upstairs. Now, do you think... So from the get-go, in a venue with bands that are playing, bands have equipment. Guitars, guitar amps, pedal boards, drum kits, PA systems, lights, merch, etc., etc. To transport these to where this venue is, you need a car. It's out of the city centre. There's no bus routes. There's no metro links anywhere near. So do you think in the venue there is sufficient car parking space out the back? Pop quiz, three seconds to give an answer. One, two, three. The answer is no. There's four parking spaces out the back. Okay, fine. We'll get by that. We'll park on the street. Now, question two, pop quiz ongoing. Like I said, the venue is upstairs. Do you think the bands could get there a little early, load in through the front, up the staircase where the audience go, or do you think the band <coughs> loads in through the back after parking in one of the four parking spaces up the metal rickety fire escape, uh, and it's, it's two flights of stairs, and you have to throw drum kits, guitar amps, heavy equipment up a rickety flight of stairs that will often sometimes be in the winter when it's icy and cold and difficult to find a foot on. So do you think it should be through the centre of the pub, up the normal staircase or up the rickety staircase? Pop quiz, answer one, two, three. Rickety staircase, if you said that, well done. Now, when you get into the venue, like I said, it's not too big, it's not too small. Capacity is probably 60 to 70 people. And on this particular day, it was the hottest day of the year so far in the middle of May. And first of all, you want to ask yourself, is there three huge front-facing windows that have the sun beaming into the venue? Ask yourself that pop quiz question one, two, three. If you said yes, well done, correct. That is the correct answer. Now, do three of these windows have uh, uh, blinds that cut out the sun? And do two of them work and one of them still emit the sun coming in? Pop quiz question one, two... Three, if you said yes, well done, correct. Now, does the venue have working air conditioning enough to sufficiently cool the room down that is packed for the people that I don't recognise that are wearing Hive Mind t-shirts and also to accommodate the four bands that are on that day while one of the windows is emitting sun bearing down on the hottest day of the year so far? Pop quiz Ask yourself this question, one, two, three. If you said the air conditioner was broke until the last man hit their last note and we started to pack down, then suddenly it came on after everybody left, then correct, you win, as well as guessing what time it is and I'm recording this, you also win a firm handshake. Well done to you, my friend. Congratulations. Round of applause. And now it is time for a very, very quick word from our sponsors. Today's episode of Tired and Inspired is brought to you by Burning Bridges with the, all the decent venues in the Northeast region. Do you have a podcast? Do you want to call out one of the nicest, newest venues on the scene? Then you want to try publicly Burning Bridges as a joke. Disclaimer, as a joke. With some of the nicest venues 
All right, while I've got you here, if you listen to this when it comes out on Thursday, Hive Minder playing at the head of steam, supporting all ears of Vow. On Friday, I'm in Bishop Auckland with Hilarity Bites. Saturday, I'm in Trimden with the Chilipinos. And then Sunday, I'm in also in Hexham with the Chilipinos. So it's a busy weekend. If you're out and about, come see a show. All the tickets available for my Instagram. Come see a show. Yeah, man, another busy week. Looking forward to it. Uh, back behind the drums with Hive Mind. I'm really enjoying Hive Mind gigs, especially when people come who I don't recognise who are wearing Hive t shirts. Um, Friday, doing some comedy that isn't at the stand in Bishop Auckland. Hilarity Bites have a great reputation of being one of the best um, comedy promoters in the Northeast. So if you're in that area and fancy coming to see a show, I believe Sam Avery is headlining, who uh, is a Liverpoolian act and is very, very funny. I've seen him a few times. Worked with them a few times. And then uh, Chilipinos kicked out the weekend. Always fun playing Red Hot Chili Peppers songs for money. Um, yeah, the, the stand this weekend, uh, just, I mean, Wednesday, uh, Friday and Saturday. Dreamy gigs, as always, is my favourite place to play in the northeast easily and probably in the country. On Saturday... Uh, the crowd were a bit rowdy, but I think it's a combination of Newcastle were playing early in the day and on the evening was Eurovision as well. So Eurovision, look, I don't get it, but I don't think Eurovision is for me and it's fine. Usually, not usually, but when I was younger, I would be very critical of Eurovision. I would say it was fucking garbage and I'd say you were wasting your time watching it and you're a fucking idiot for watching it. But now it's like, just whatever, man. Just enjoy what very little time we have on this planet. Filling up your spare time with absolute fucking nonsense worth of songs that are from around mainland Europe and just filling in time until we all... Meet the Reaper and fucking die. So if you don't want to come to the stand because Eurovision is on, whatever, man, whatever. Who gives a fuck? I'm, I, I'm, I'm. Look, I'm not bothered. You ask me, I'm not bothered. I'm not. I'm clearly haven't got like a stick on my ass about it, and I'm really bitter about it or anything. Like it's perfectly fine. It's okay with me. Um, there was a guy who uh on Saturday was shouting stuff out. Uh, that was so incoherent, the MC Liam Withnell, who's a great MC from Edinburgh, couldn't even make out what the guy was saying. Like, literally couldn't understand the words he was saying. And then in the break, uh, the security and the staff at the stand, who are all great, kicked the guy out. His friends were very embarrassed by him. Uh, and the guy was so drunk, he had to be let out of the venue via the disabled lift because he was so drunk he couldn't walk up the stairs. Now, after the show, we went and talked to the bar staff, had a drink and stuff like the bar staff, and young Will behind the bar shouldn't dox him. There's loads of people called Will. You find somebody called Will in the northeast, you're going to spend a long time trying to find out who actually works at the stand and who this gentleman is. But Will, who works behind the bar at the stand, uh, said, you know what? I should have noticed that this guy was going to be trouble because when he came in, he bought two bottles of wine, but he was in a group, so I didn't think it was that weird. He bought two bottles of wine, and instead of asking for two wine glasses, just asked for one pint glass. Now, look, I have never been a barkeeper. I've never been a barkeeper. I've never been behind a bar. I've never worked behind a bar in my life. 
because I'm from what would I, what I would like to call privilege. No, that's certainly not true. But I've never worked behind a bar in my life. Um, but if a gentleman walks in who is already half drunk, asks for two bottles of wine and one pint glass, that guy might as well be some sort of colorblind matador because he's waving a red flag. Now, have I done my research on that joke? Do matadors have white flags or red flags? I can't remember. But if it's a white flag, he's colorblind and he's seen red. And if it's already red, then forget I said colorblind and just take it in as he's a matador waving a big red flag. Guy was a dickhead. Um, and that was Saturday. Friday was honestly one of the best gigs I've ever been to. Everybody had a great set. Everything ran perfectly in time. There was no drunk guys. The room was full. I did, I don't want to fucking, you know what I mean, I did a little bit of off the cuff, a little bit of joke about a thing, and a thing, and it was all fine, it was all well and good, and I brought the house down, and I had to rebuild the roof in time, because I took it off on Friday night, I had to rebuild it in time for Saturday's gig, and that's fine, that's what you get when you book Jack Fox at a comedy show. God. Another thing. I've been back from America for a little time now. It's fine. It's all well and good. Me and Christina are already looking at when we can see each other again. And that's none of your goddamn business. But friends of mine who listen to this podcast, near and far, few and far between, some other things, can you stop asking me when I get back from America if Christina and I had relations when I was over there. Christina and I are adults in a loving relationship and have great communication skills that can also lead to consent conversations and what we get up to when we're together it's none of your damn business. Just because you're in an unloving relationship and an unhappy marriage doesn't give you the right to ask me about my loving relationship. Okay? If I want to tell you about my private life, I will. But I don't. So I won't. Eat shit and go fuck yourself. Um, what else have I got to talk about here? I understand the interest in it. I understand the interest. We're in a long-distance relationship. We only see each other a few times a year. I understand the interest. But stop. Get some help. That's, that's a Vine reference. That last one. But um, you know, whatever. Uh, what else have I got to talk about here? Do you think, how often do you think this has happened? No, I'm not going to talk about that. No, I will. Fuck it. How often do you think paedophiles have catfished each other? It's had to have, I think I saw this joke on Family Guy, and I think it seeped its way into my head. Like, how often do you think two 45-year-old sweaty men have been catfishing as 12-year-old boys 
No, has what two forty-five women have been talking to each other on the internet, and one of them's been catfishing as a forty-five-year-old boy. This is just like paedophile hunters, but they're not hunters. They're just this is it's not paedophile hunters. It's just paedophiles. <laughs> okay, maybe's maybe's maybe's. I should stop saying paedophiles so much on a recorded document. This is what happens when you give me too much time. When I've got too much time on my hands. This is what ends up happening. I'm broke. I'm skint. Got nothing left. Did them shows at the stand? They were nice. It's fine. It's all well and good. I realised I'm at the age now. I'm going to be thirty-four in October, and then it stops after that. No more. It stops. I stop aging at 34. 34. 34. Jesus fucking Christ. I've realised I'm at an age now where my ambitions are. Before, when I was younger, I wanted to be the biggest rock star in the world. I wanted to tour, play every festival, do everything. I wanted to rap. I wanted to do drums. I wanted to tell jokes. I wanted to be the biggest star in the world. Now I'm like, all right, let's tone it down a bit. I want to be rich enough... To the point where I can just buy new stuff of things that are broke in the house. I'm not sure if I mentioned it previously, but at the minute we're in, in my house. You know, I live with my mum. You know, whatever. I'm in the process of my mum's moving bedrooms. She's going from a small room to a bigger room, and my mum's. In her 60s, she can't lift beds and wardrobes and shit. So who has to do it? Your fucking boy, young wardrobe lifter. I want to be rich enough where I can just say to me, Mom, let's have some guys come in and do it or just buy new ones. She's, you know, like that meme of um, when a girlfriend texts a boyfriend and says, have you got a pen? And he's like, yeah, it's on the floor down by the leg of me table. And it's like so specific. But, you know, it's, it's like that. It's similar to me, mom, when, when I'm like, oh, you want, you want your wardrobe moving? And she's like, yeah, but you've got to lift it on the left side because if you lift it on the right side, you put the weight on it, then the top corner from the thing's going to fall off. And I know it's been like that for many, many years, but, like, it's mine and that's just how it is. It's bro like, like, we're not at food banks here, but we're at the point where we can't buy. I just want to be rich enough where I can just have a guy come to the house and be like, can you move that and get me a new one of those? Do those guys exist? Are they called Life Sorter Routerers? What a Life Sorter Routerer. I think I'm still half asleep, to be perfectly honest. All right, fucking that'll do you. That'll do you for this week. Whatever, man. <laughs> um... Yeah, if you're listening to this on Thursday, Hive Miner at the Head of Steam. Uh, Friday, I'm in Bishop Auckland Town Hall. You can get them on the Bishop Auckland Town Hall website. Uh, Saturday in Trimden, near Durham-ish way, I believe. Uh, Trimden with the Chilipinos. And then Sunday in Hexham with the Chilipinos as well. Uh, more gigs and stuff on the way. I should probably start releasing some Jack Fox music, because that's really what I want to do this year. Release some Jack Fox music. Okay, um, enjoy the rest of
That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. If you made it this far, you did actually win the quiz. So if you did make it this far, I owe you a handshake. Let me know next time I see you. I owe you a handshake. Well done. Congratulations.